Can I just say before we start, I have listened to these podcasts so many times on Spotify, and I yeah. always hear the music stop abruptly, and then there's just a noise, like kind of like a background noise, and I'm like, what is that? I've never known until now that it is your, yep. your fan. <laughs> Hello. Also, it's usually um, the delay itself is because sometimes like other people's uh videos will load at different times so that's why like sometimes Fair. if you notice on the video versions um i unmute before lana does and it's because my video plays a little bit faster than hers does <laughs> it's just those <laughs> things i've noticed like having done it now for like a year and a half because we've literally been doing this for a year and a half wow it's time wild. flies it feels like four years <laughs> genuinely <laughs> but anyway Hola y bienvenidos a La Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the T and the real in reality. I saved it. And yeah. you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay, gay. Thank you, David, very much. <laughs> I I forgot that you only listen to it, so you never yes. get the... I've never seen that until It's every now. video. It's every video now, and I love it. Um, I am I've drinking. always wondered what the emphasis for gay was. So no, gay, gay. Um, I start. I started doing it, and then I think it was um, Will started copying me, and then it just caught up, which I love. <laughs> um, I am drinking uh, a second batch of the exact same thing I just drank. Because guess what? We're filming episode three and four back to back. <laughs> so I made some more. <laughs> wow. But Lana and I are filming different days. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's a different day. I didn't get the memo to change my shirt, so. <laughs> you didn't get the memo to change time zone. Yes, we we're, we're after midnight. It's definitely. Oh, shit. That is There's a whole new day. <laughs> it is still Friday for me. It's what? never Friday. It was just. It's Thursday. Yeah, now it's Thursday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, these come out on Friday. Where my brain is currently. (laughs) Lana, please, please take it away. God help me. I'm just I'm just gonna go. Honestly, I'm just gonna go. It's just this guy. No. Come back, Logan. But it's just just that kind of day. But hello, I am Lana. Your resident diva here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea. <laughs> I love me some tea purr. And if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up because I, I love that. And uh, I wasn't, I did not go and get another sun kiss because I have to go to sleep at some point today. And mm-hmm. too much caffeine will not let me do that. So I'm just going to drink the water part of your tea. Just regular water. Yep. Because hydration and clear skin. Mm-hmm. I'm very much hydrated. Not going to talk about the skin. Okay. Moving along. We're not going to talk about the skin. Nope. Mm-hmm. Move along. <laughs> Thank you, StreamYard Beauty Filter. <laughs> and I am David Healy. Insert quirky catchphrase here. <laughs> I don't have one yet, but if I come around don't. enough, I'm sure I'll get one. I was gonna say the father of the cup. Ooh, ooh, the, the Godfather of the cup. There we go. Done. The Godfather. The daddy yes. of the cup. Because movies. <laughs> exactly. I love movies. Mm-hmm. I know you, David Healy. <laughs> but I. Daddy, but okay. 
I am drinking water, and it's totally not the same water I had in the last one. No, no not at all. It? It's different. Different. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes we film the same franchises episodes back to back. Y'all ha- just have to deal with it. Might as well. But we're on a new a new week, a new episode, the same same day for me, not the same day for Lana or David. So <laughs> this is episode four of Drag Race Espana, season three. It is the scripted acting challenge. Ooh. You know, I don't ever love these challenges. And I was not head over heels in love with this one, but I enjoyed it. It had hills and valleys. I was not... I was not into it. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I watched it and I was kind of like, I guess, sure, we're doing the scripted challenge and, you know, they're going to do a movie... A horror movie at that. I'm not a horror Ooh. movie fan. So. It's only the it's only the second ever horror movie based challenge on a Drag Race franchise. So for that, I'm yeah. happy. Sure. The other one was season six. Hmm. Drag me to hell. I think, unless I'm forgetting one. Uh-huh. You could be. You could be right. Episode three, right? Episode six. three of season six. Yeah, what? that's where. Um, your father darn sucks in hell. <laughs> and then oh, the win- the winner and the queen that was eliminated acted in the same part in different oh, skits. Vivacious? Ah, uh, icon vivacious. I love her. <laughs> R.I.P. I mean, well, in that Well, challenge. she's not dead yet. In the challenge. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Darian's back on TV shortly. Go check out our okay. All-Stars 8 cast assessment. <laughs> But yes, we come back into the workroom and we have lost Chanel and I am sad. Yeah, I was sad too. And I really think this could have been a fun challenge for her. So it's pretty unfortunate. Oh, I think she would have just absolutely demolished this challenge mm-hmm. and I'm mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I um, would love yeah, I would love to see her. Onyx would have been so fun. I know that was last season, yeah. but could you imagine Onyx in this? Absolutely. <sighs> well, it is what it is. And we go to the next day in the workroom. Supreme walks in looking very good. Oh, yeah. I said to my roommates, I'm like, she reminds me of this very specific background I used to use in PowerPoint. <laughs> if look, yes. look at the outfit. Oh and my god! Yes, a PowerPoint background I used to well, use. Well, sa- someone said computer screensaver, and I was like, absolutely. It oh, looks like funny. the loading screen for Internet Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> like it really did. I'm like, okay, go off work. I mean, sure. I have not paid that much attention to the outfit. Because I I'm guess like, not. It really stood out to me. <laughs> Supreme always kills it in the look mm. department, whether they are in or out of drag. Honestly. Yeah, like, for sure. So we get... I don't think I would call this a mini challenge. I would call this an activity. Yes. <laughs> uh, reminiscent of season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, the queens have to choose their groups for the main maxi challenge by choosing a balloon... 
and then popping it against a pit crew. Usually ass. Sometimes it was a dick. Sometimes it was they bit the balloon. <laughs> I found this. And, just- wait, that's that was that was All Stars Seven, wasn't it? They also <laughs> did it on All Stars. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. I remember and Jinx the- wanted to be uh, the bottom. <laughs> yep, that is true. Um, I just I I can't think of this kind of challenge and not think of Georges, and also not oh. think of Maddie Morphosis. Oh yes, because <laughs> they made the straight man hump a another straight man. Actually, mm-hmm. you know what? I went to a uh, private Christian college. It happens a lot. Good. <laughs> Great. I love to hear that, honestly. <laughs> I was just like, this is what we're doing? Okay. Yes. Maybe because I'm not used to it because I don't watch it a lot. Mm. I'm just like, okay. I like that at least everybody tried to get creative with it at some point. They're like, eh, we can't all just do it the exact same way. So they, they just all kept trying to different do different things. I was a little disappointed with Paquita's like saving room for, for Christ with the large gap and only popping with hands. I mean, I'm like, okay. Everybody is not horny. True. And such a feely and comfortable being very, you know. So if we could just like Absolutely. let's save some room for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> save some room for the Holy Ghost and pop the nails. And I mean she did it differently from everybody else, so all right. Yeah. True. Yeah. I don't judge people on their level of comfortability comfortability. Fair. I just wanted some fireworks there with Paquita, because I do have a little crush on Paquita. <laughs> Uh, if you do, just know mm-hmm. you have to save some room for the Holy Ghost. Yes, and for my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will Don't do it around me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that chooses the our teams for the challenge. We have the pink team, which was Ornella, Kelly, Pinchadora, and Vanya. The yellow team, which was Bestia, Paquita, and Petita. And the blue team, which is Clover, Macarena, and Visa. For our maxi challenge, which is acting in parodies of famous Spanish horror films. <laughs> so when I saw the groups going into this episode, I had kind of determined, I think my favorites are the three people who were the tops last episode. Bestia, Paquita, Petita. So I saw, I saw them all on the same team and I'm like, oh, they're all on the same team. Wait. This is an acting challenge. They're all on the same team. (laughs) I got very scared because Mm. I don't necessarily see those three being the biggest campus actors out there. But we'll get shocker. (laughs) We'll get to that. Shocker. Um, yeah, so it so they're giving out the roles. Um, there are some people that don't want to do roles with a lot of lines, and there are some mm. people that want to take the leading roles. And um, especially in that yellow group, Bastia, Paquita, Petita, no one really wants to take that Angela role, but it's established very quickly. You know, Paquita did take the Chanel part in the dance challenge. 
Um, so it only seems fair that, you know, we give her the part that she wants here. And mm -hmm. then, um, but ends up just saying, Hey, I'll take it. It's fine. I'll make it work. And oh boy, does she, she sure does. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, spoiler, but whatever. If you didn't watch the episode, go watch the episode and then come back and watch this. Right. Like, hello. Um, <laughs> the, the drama is not really present. Not much drama occurs other than the Macarena trying to just be the Macarena. Yeah, I feel like, like they're trying to make the Macarena more of a dramatic centerpiece than she really is. Uh, I agree. Like, a lot of it seems pretty forced in these episodes. Uh, she seems fine. I agree with you. Yeah. But do you, are you all familiar with the three films that they were parodying? Absolutely not. No. Okay, so I've seen two of them. I've seen The Orphanage. That has Nicole Kidman. No. Um, I'm not sure if they have a Spanish. Or I said The Orphanage. The Others, which has Nicole Kidman. Um, I'm not sure if there's a Spanish version of The Others. Um, it seems like it based on the yeah. fact that it was Spanish horror films. Okay. Um, but also the orphanage I have seen that's um, Guillermo del Toro. That's a very good film. Um, I have not seen wreck, um, but I've heard oh, great okay. things about it. Um, it also has a, an American version called quarantine. So, and both of them are very popular, but yeah, I do I, love some horror. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of quarantine. Okay. When I saw Rick, I thought it was like the like the Blair Witch Project type of movie. I was very like, oh, is that like that? But then it was nothing like that. So yeah. I was like, I, oh, okay. I think it is supposed to be similar in the fact that it's like shot on a camera. But like I said, I haven't seen it, so I couldn't tell you for sure. But yeah, I'm not a horror movie person, so I would I probably never have seen any of those movies, and <laughs> I have not, and I probably won't. So, well, I do need to no. get you to watch one horror movie because I got Lana a Valentine's Day gift, yes. and it was kind of a horror movie. It um, is. I I, I do have. <laughs> I, it took a minute for me to get a TV to hook up my dvd player but mm -hmm. i got it and my dvd player is hooked up so i will watch it okay it's nope by the way yes. nope by the way <laughs> oh. i've not watched it right. nope. it's 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 in there it's okay, here <laughs> and one day i'm going to be brave enough <laughs> to actually watch it maybe in the oh, daytime no. with people in the house I will not be watching it this week because my roommate is not here this week. And so I will not be watching it while I'm not. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> but okay. That's fair and valid and understandable for sure. <laughs> um, I love feeling Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. I hate horror movies. So I'm going to validate any feelings you have for or against it, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but so we go to we go to filming with Supreme and our guest judge for the week, Paco Plaza, who is a very famous Spanish director. I was like, that's really cool. And I honestly thought he was a great director and judge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
he was very fair and he was very honest about his opinions of what and he was like he was really directing them which i appreciate he wasn't like he didn't like phone it in or anything like you know it was very much it was <clears throat> in the directions telling them what to do you know blocking them making sure that they gave a good performance the best that they could possibly give so i i, I liked him i liked him as a guest judge and a director Mm-hmm. You could tell that he was, he had a point to try to bring out the best in everybody, um, which we don't always see that with the directors in these type of challenges. Sometimes yeah. you can tell certain directors, in parentheses, Michelle Vosorge, is trying to find Cross flaws values. and find good television moments and not necessarily give the best advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciated what he did. He kind of reminded me of the uh, woman that was a director. All Star uh, Seven. Yes, yes. I can't. I don't remember, remember her, her name. name either. But she but was. She she was. Fun. I'm looking it up because she deserves that. Yes, and she had directed something that I had seen. Oh wait, mm, there was a movie she directed that I knew. I can't remember what it is now. Janixa Bravo is her name. Okay. Do you know what she's known for directing? Let's Google it. (laughs) Because I don't. Gotta love this uh, live uh, research. Thanks Mm -hmm. to my curiosity. Zola. 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 That was a fun film. Based on a true uh, Twitter thread. I am familiar with that movie. I have not seen it, but I am familiar. Um, Was there anything from the filming that stood out to either of you specifically? Uh, Well, I think there was a little bit of misdirection here and there. There were some people that I was like, should I be worried about them? Like for some reason, I'll be honest, I, I sometimes zone in and out while watching. But for some reason, I was pretty worried for Petita. I wasn't sure if she was really nailing it and I could see her being in the bottom. I was fingers crossed that she wouldn't be. Yeah. She wasn't. Nope. (laughs) Not even close. No. (laughs) Actually as far, far away as possible. As far away from the bottom too, as you physically (laughs) could go. Um, So any, any thoughts on the recordings on it? Let's jump into the looks, because okay, honestly, yeah, that's what we great. There was an emotional moment in the workroom, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, that one sad thing. Yes, it was very yeah. sad and very. Oh, wasn't it something with Visa? Oh, it was Visa's father. Thank oh, you yes. so much. Yeah, so we get the story of Visa's father. Because then yes. runway. Because oh, that's when I thought, oh, oh this is where Visa I was goes like, home. Is, I was like, is Visa going home? I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh my god, Visa's going home. No, I can't lose Visa. Right. We don't. Um, we don't. Spoiler again, shocker. We don't. Um, that story. Yeah. Oh my god. Just. <sighs> yeah, I was like, wow. We like to have a loss is already hard enough but to have a loss where it's tragic and it's like that it's like whew, 
that's so tough but the fact that she is willing and open and letting herself be vulnerable enough to tell the story number one on national on on television Mm -hmm. in front of how many people who knows and then use that part of the story for her runway i'm just like that's that's therapy that's very therapeutic i'm sure she felt very there it was it was very therapeutic for her to do that and i love that i love that i love that i it was emotional though i I definitely was like oh wow shed a tear yeah i don't like shedding tears too much watching drag race because it's like you shouldn't be shedding tears watching drag race as much it's not this is a fun show this is a great happens every now and then but every yeah. has his moments, and you're like, ooh, child, fight back, fight back. But yeah, this is one of those moments. It was good. But yeah. Now we can talk now about we'll go into the runway. We'll talk the yeah. Category is, uh, there's, I'm trying to get the Spanish word My for it. Worst me. Oh. Mi peor, mi My worst me. Correct. That is what it is. Thank you, David Healy. And first up on the runway (laughs) is Bestia. Yeah, I love this. (laughs) I thought it was so creative. Really, this was a fun runway theme. I wonder what their exact prompt was because... um, It couldn't have been. Yeah, it seems... It seems almost like monster or horror, like some sort of horror type of thing, but that wasn't even consistent all the way through. But uh, yeah, I thought this was really cool. We've seen a lot of these type of heads lately on international drag race. We have, haven't we? We have. This is not the best head I've seen. No. But I really like what she's doing with it. And the whole time I'm like, how is she holding that up with her mouth? Because that looks a little heavy. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was really cool. This was a success. I have one critique with this look, and it's not even that major. But when she walked the runway at first, I didn't realize that what was in the tongue was a head. And so, honestly, if the head had just been tilted a little bit forward, that's all I needed. Okay. Genuinely. Like otherwise it's a fun, it's a perfect look. Right. I love this look. It's giving me very horror Gene Simmons from Kiss look. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. oh my god, very it's that. Very like exaggerated Gene Simmons. The tongue with the head is like ugh. I and... I I kinda love this. And I didn't know if I would, but I kinda love this. And we're getting interesting angular movements. Right. With the Thank you. <laughs> it has been literally months since we That's for that you, Aris. That's stupid bitch. Anyway. <laughs> he ain't gonna watch this. It's fine. Oh just facts are facts, America. And world. <laughs> uh scores for Bestia. Let me give Bestia an 88. Oh, wow. I will give Bestia an 82. Let me give it a 93. Mm -hmm. 
Next is Clover. Come on, Clover. Okay, so this is what I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for my sis, my good sis. I understood this look, mm-hmm. and I understood why she did this look. And I'm sorry the judges didn't understand her look, but for every black woman and every black girl, we understand why this is her worst me look. The fact of the matter is black hair for black women is such an issue and it's a billion dollar business for a reason in the black community. Billion. Now hear what I said. Billion dollar business. And when you're dealing with natural hair and you're dealing with combs and afros and blowouts and wash day and hair day is like your worst nightmare for some people it's the worst it's horrible and having people who don't know how to do your hair i understand this look when it walked down the runway i was like i get it i get it i understand it i love it i like it the dress sure it's shredded it's all the pins and the the hair clips and that is a hair like she was giving the story and i'm sorry that they didn't understand it but i understood it and i liked it i was here for this look i was living for this look i got it i got it i love it i don't care nobody said they ain't gonna change my mind i love this look and the rotating come on now i i got it I didn't even realize she was Afro-Latina. I I knew it the second she walked in that mm. thing in the workroom for the first day. I guess, I like, honestly, that's probably, it's because I'm white. Honestly, I'm going to say that's probably why I didn't notice. But I, I'm very happy that I know now. I'm very happy that we are getting that representation now two seasons in a row on Drag Race Espana. I really, really do love that. This was perfection for me as well. Like, everything you said, Lana, you could say better than I ever would, honestly. Like, just... The fact that she thought of this, the dress itself with the hand over the boobs, it's just like my favorite part of this whole thing. The tights, the shoes, the whole thing is just so wonderful. And I'm very happy that this made the stage of Drag Race Espana. Yeah, I think this is a clear step in the right direction as far as her fashion senses go. Um, this is definitely one of her best things if not her best thing that she's worn on the runway um it almost like feels like it's straight out of like a 80s or early 90s spike lee film um Ooh, yeah it's like yeah, i could okay. see that character like back when his films were a little bit less on the realism and a bit mm-hmm. cartoonish but not in a kiddish way i don't even know how to describe it uh but yeah, I I really like this whole vibe I'm getting. Yeah, from I think her. I think what you meant when his, his movies were more like guerrilla warfare type movies. Like yeah, just go shoot them, and it wasn't a lot of production value behind it. It was just like straight shoot it. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. School days kind of. Uh, 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 what's the movie? She's got to have it style. Yeah, yeah. Of, mm-hmm. yeah that kind of just it just a raw type of movie. It wasn't very polished. It wasn't very produced. It was just 
Yep. And know. colors that pop. Pop. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody wore dull colors in his films <laughs> early on. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah, I got it. Even with the burned arms and legs, mm -hmm. I get it. Because we burn ourselves with the curling irons and the 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 straighteners. Mm. The, the yeah, it's very burn. smart. It was a very smart. I got the look. I understood that look. When, I, when she walked around, I was like, I get it. Yeah. I love it. Let me give her an 81. My cup runneth over for this perfect book. <laughs> yes. I can't give her anything less than that. I would be a hypocrite to sit around and give her anything less than 100. And I don't care if the judges got it or not. I got it. <laughs> it's overflowing, for sure. Yeah. I got it. That ugh, I love I her. I did, too. I love She's her. Great. <laughs> Ornella Gongoraz. Like this, this. Yeah. this is what I've been waiting to see from someone like Ornella. This was great. The face mm. piece, the reveal with the rose. Oh, and then her talking about HIV so openly. I'm just like, yes. We need more things like this on Drag Race. We need more things like Clover on these. We need more people like Clover on these international franchises. And we need people like Ornella who are open to talking about their experiences and who they are and where they came come from and what they live with. And like, it's just, uh, it was masterful. I love this look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the pictures don't even do it just like so many of these no. had reveals and they told a story as they walked down the runway. Mm -hmm. Like th this is definitely one of my favorite runway weeks that we've had in Espana so far. Um, yeah, so this might is... be one of my favorite overall Espana runways period. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I really wish we could show video because I think this is so much better on the runway. I know the copyright. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> but I really wish we could show the movement and the reveal because I think that told the story of this outfit. It looks great, stunning in this picture, but the the storytelling and taking off that mask and the roses coming out and like they were talking about how she felt jailed and jailed in and why jail is her worst fear. It's, it's so beautiful. I just really love this look. And and she looks stunning. Mm -hmm. I love the spikes on the head too. By the way, so good. It's so good. It's so good. It was good. Yeah, I will give this a ninety-eight. Okay, I'm gonna give it a seventy-six. My cup is full. Okay, okay. I really enjoy it. Y'all are making me sound like the bad guy here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, don't worry. That's not going to last long. <laughs> I wish you had a picture of what this looked like before she did her reveal. <laughs> I don't because it looks better like this. Oh, yeah. It looks way better like this. But it, I was like, as soon as she for came our, out. For our audio only audiences, we are discussing Kelly Roller. <laughs> Sorry. I forget to do that sometimes. I, how quickly I forget people like me who just listen on Spotify. Literally people like David. Yeah. Um, yeah, she came out with just basically like black on black and nothing to it. And I was like, what are you doing, Kelly? And then she did this reveal. And okay, yeah, it looks better. But it's still just, it isn't it. It isn't it. I wanted more, girl. It, it, it was like a trash bag type. 
all black. It just, I don't even know what to just how to describe that. It just wasn't good. And then when she took it off, I was like, okay. Like they said, still not good, but better <laughs> than before, but still not good. It's uh, it, even the this, wig, the wig, even this, the outfit itself, the gold little leotard thingy. Is I don't get it. Yeah. How even, is this her worst? Her. Well, I think the the black um, Alaska inspired from the reveal runway and all stars Two trash bag situation um, is supposed to be like depression. Okay. I think from what she said on the runway, and then this is her after depression. But if the runway is my worst, you why are we not doing a full look of in depression. the depression? I want to see the full look in the depression. Yeah, I want to see dark. I want to see dark, vampy, depressed Kelly Roller. I think yeah. that would have been something so different for her that we hadn't seen from her yet in her package. And I think that would have been really cool. And instead, she comes out in basically the same thing she's worn the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And we could have did all black. Like, the black, the black outfit that she came out in revealed it would have been a black leotard with black hair. And that would have been great. Dark mm -hmm. makeup. To just say, this is my worst me is when I'm depressed. It's the worst part of me. I don't like it, but it is what it is. It's a part of who I am, and I have to work hard to get through this. But, like, you're showing that the runway is the worst to me, but you're showing yourself after you getting through the depression. That's your best you. But so it's well, not I, the theme, right? I will say... I have no idea if this is her intention, but sometimes the worst you when you're depressed is when you have to put up a front that you're not depressed. So yeah, maybe sure. maybe revealing that colorful, girly, happy side when maybe she's not really feeling that way inside. Maybe that's her worst her. And if that was her intention, then that's pretty cool. And I respect that. Um, it's and too much to explain, and I, it should be I get something it. obvious for this. I think your worst me needs to be obvious. True. You shouldn't have to explain a runway look. A runway look should be able to speak on its yeah. own, and this does not. And I, I hope that it, if she's she's struggling with depression, that nothing about this experience has made it worse for her. Right. Agreed. And let me make it very clear. I adore her. I think she's a mm -hmm. lovely human. I think she's a great drag artist. I just unfortunately have not been impressed with the package that she brought to yeah. Drag Race, but I do think she's incredibly talented, and that has been shown tenfold on the mm -hmm. season. She just doesn't feel like she was fully prepared. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel like it. No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I honestly, when when I saw the cast, I saw her as a person that could potentially be like, and you're going to think I'm crazy, be like a Brooklyn Heights type i don't like think she, you're crazy for that okay she gave me that aura like i got the confidence from her it just was never realized it didn't come to fruition like i might have expected it to and you know maybe it will maybe we yeah. still have a whole comeback situation to deal with so true who knows oh, no. scores for kelly roller uh, i'm gonna give her 33 
31, because that's right in the middle. I knew it. I, <laughs> my, my soul told me Logan is going to yes. say 30. <laughs> I was going to say 30, so 31 <laughs> is fine with me. The Macarena recreating the look she was eliminated in on season one. The first thing I said as soon as she walked out is... This would be my look if I paid a professional to make it for me. <laughs> and she did. She did. And it still is not amazing. It's still not good. <laughs> but, like, I do like the colors. I really like the contrast there between... The I liked the, the colors when she did it on season one, cool. too. What about it? True. It... I, I'm... Honor. Um... Yeah, it just, I don't think she needed, like, I get it. It was maybe your one thing on the show and you want to pay homage to it somehow. I don't think you needed to, like, I'm sure there's worse things about you than the look you wore when you were eliminated. See, I disagree. I actually think it was incredibly smart for her to do this. Um, Because it is, like, my worst, if you're looking at the Macarena in a drag race sense, her worst her was that episode when she went home. Her wig flew off. Yeah, She didn't know okay. the words to her lip sync. Like, I think, I definitely agree with you that I think there could have been other interpretations that she could have done. But I think it's really smart, and I actually applaud her for kind of reliving that and taking that and reimagining it. Is it a perfect look now? No. But I do think it's, it's astronomically better than what she did on true. season one. Very true. I just honestly... I, I wish the shoulder situation had just been smaller. That's mm -hmm. really all I need. Um, I since I don't didn't see her in season one. I mean, once they showed the picture, I was like, okay, I get it. I think it was a smart move for her. It was smart gameplay because it's just still a game. Um, to have people, the judges, actually be like, oh, we can relive this moment with mm -hmm. you. And show you have how much how far you've come since then. And it was yeah. like a very, you know, nostalgia moment for them as well as for mm -hmm. her. So it was it was good gameplay because that's something that they're gonna recognize. It's like, okay, we'll give her points for living going back to where she was the worst and on this show mm -hmm. and upgrading herself. It was smart. I think like I think that thing on the shoulder is way too big. Um and um, I think the tool in the front of the dress is still a little wonky looking with it. The more I'm looking at it, it's that. winning me over a little bit. It's just, yeah, it's just, I, I get it. I understand. I, I think, I think if she would took that glove off, would have done better without oh, the I glove. like the glove. I, I don't know. I like the shape of the glove. I feel like something needs to be edited, but I'm not sure exactly sure. what needs to be edited. But something needs Maybe to be it's the legging. Maybe. I like the legging. I think I like the legging with the maybe it's the shoe because I don't think that shoe matches that blue. For me, I think one thing it's very minor, but that first layer of tool, like mm -hmm. right at the top there. Mm -hmm. It just feels like it's kind of blocking my view. Sure, yeah, actually. Just cut yeah. off that one strip One there. layer. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, like I said, just a little edit 
I think the shoe for me doesn't match the purplish blue in the dress. I like those together. I don't the like color the combination together. I think least. the only reason it works for me is because the lighting behind her is the okay. same color as the shoe. But when I also the dress and I'm not looking at the lighting, it drives me yeah. crazy. I do also want to say, and I meant to say it in our episode three recap, I do appreciate that she is finally painting in her own skin color. Mm. Uh, her makeup has drastically improved from the first two episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She was painting too dark before? Too, too dark. Light? Okay. Too dark. Oh, yeah. She okay. was painting darker than Clover. Well, I've been... <laughs> I've been confused about what her natural skin tone is. Um, this. Which, okay, I don't want to speculate too much, but I, what I knew her to be before is not what I've been getting lately, and it's a little confusing, but I am going to trust that she's not appropriating. No, it's definitely not anymore. It was... I'll say at the very beginning, her first two episodes, she was teetering the line of being maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. could be considered blackfacing a mm-hmm. little, a little. Like she was teetering the line. But I think, like with this episode and the last episode, it's starting to level out more. And it's, it's because she's not pale. That's mm-hmm. the thing. She's not right. pale but she's not as dark as her makeup was at the beginning. I think her tan is wearing off from, I think she got really a good, real good spray tan. Yeah. Which mm. got there. That would make sense. Okay. She got a real good spray tan for that confession. Really good oh. spray tan on the first episode. Like when she walked in the room, I was like, oh, is she and then, like <laughs> showed me a picture of her before? I was like, oh, she's not. Yes. Oh, so but, you have the same confusion I've been mm-hmm. having. Yeah, it was because I we all did yeah i had because they missed they mentioned it and like y'all know i don't watch it so i didn't know what she looked like prior to and so seeing the before pictures and then what the first episode picture i was like oh but it wasn't offensive it was just oh girl you got a really good spray tan like Mm -hmm. a really good you deep spray tan. and, and there's no way really to paint around that to not have your body look just darker uh, than your face. Good point. Huh. Like that's, and I yeah. So I, eh, but it's better now, and that's all that matters. Who knew we would spend so much time on this look? I'm not surprised. Scores. I, I'm actually gonna give her a sixty, which is higher than I thought I would. I will give her a sixty-two. 60 also? I'm going to give her a 70. 62. 62. Okay. And a 70. Okay. Not horrible, but yeah. Fakita, pre the reveal. Mm -hmm. Do we have a post reveal? No. Oh, no. Okay. (sighs) I do. I do remember being underwhelmed with this overall. Just because I think she set the bar for herself so high. So my expectations are sitting there. And when she doesn't live up to it, it's going to be a letdown. And this was a letdown for me. 
in my heart of hearts, I truly believe this is the reason she didn't win the challenge. I could see that. Yeah. Like I, 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 I I find myself wanting to like it and finding excuses to like it. But if I'm being real, it's just, it's average for me. And that's not good enough for her. It's, it's too much. It's, it's a little bit too much. Like mm-hmm. you got the, the lace with the layered lace over the skirt. You have the back part with the ruffles and the train. You got the boost, the bust part with the feathers coming out. With <coughs> the things on the, mm-hmm. it, it's, it was just a bit too much. And then the shoes with the platforms and the high, it's, it was just a bit too much. I feel like if she would have just not had that black lace overlay, it would have, I don't know. It's just, it was just a little bit too much. And like we say, this is somebody who we have put on the front runner list, someone who has delivered time after time after time. And this one just wasn't up to the standards of what we're used to seeing from her. So yeah, yeah it was kind of a little mm-hmm. bit of a letdown. It wasn't the worst look, but it wasn't no. the best look for her. Right. Um, but do when she we... took the hair off, I was like, oh. <laughs> Do we remember what her story was behind this and why it is her worst her dress? Dress. I believe it a stress. It had it had to do with the stress of um, keeping up this like perfect persona. Mm-hmm. And then okay. that's why the wig comes off and you get the like the bald cap. Oh which, right. Which I, I will say my biggest critique of this look is that the bald cap literally was lifting in the back to the oh, point where oh. it was noticeable okay i like, did not it wasn't, it was I, I clocked it immediately as soon as she turned around it literally was like flapping off of her neck almost like she didn't have time to finish it okay hmm and when you're lo- when all of the hair on the bald cap that you're looking at is on the back I saw it immediately. And it just, it feels, I hate saying this about Paquita, it feels sloppy. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she's literally showing her worst self. Her worst this self. Week. And you know, if, if the story was more like Drag Race contestant, on going under the stress of like trying to keep up a perfect persona... Yeah then I would understand it and I wouldn't fault it. That's not what she's giving here. This is giving pretty princess has a mental breakdown. And I Mm -hmm. do love that idea. The execution just was not there for me. The idea is there, but the execution just lacked. It was, it was, it was non-existent. The execution was non-existent. (sighs) I wouldn't say that. Like I, I I really didn't think that the bald cap was noticeable, um, but I wasn't looking for that. Sure. Um, so I don't know. I'm, let me give her a fifty-two. I will probably give her a fifty. It's a fifty, unfortunately. Yeah. Pinchadora. I didn't get it. <laughs> I was so confused because 
she slowly revealed the head of her baby and i did not know that was a baby and i'm like why did she pull out her her boob and then i saw that oh it's a baby and i guess she's going for some sort of like mother mary type of look here yeah so it's supposed to be like religious figure inspired mm-hmm. but the point was that um I get from what from what she was saying the point was that she was lamenting over the fact that she hasn't started a family That's and she's right. like she's like in her mid 30s I think if I remember right wow so old um, right now right she's 38 oh well, that's yeah. my age but she's your she's age and she hasn't started a family yet fun fact she is the third oldest person on this cast wow i love having an older cast we got a queen over 40 and then she <laughs> went home first sadly hold on where's the banner <laughs> we love Maria. yeah i mean there's some there's some good things about that like i, I do kind of like the wig i don't know if i like it with this look though i, I feel like a darker wig <laughs> would have been better with this look mm-hmm. especially having kind of that like cream dress and that I don't even know what color her wig is but they're just a little too close I'd like to see more contrast there but I mean what's what's there to say about this type of garment that's just like flowy like robe I, I, there's not much to say yeah. like, why is she wearing a robe that's it, it, I don't know I, don't, I wasn't a fan of the look I'm not a fan of the look I yeah I can tolerate the hair, but that's about it. I'll be honest. She's been my biggest disappointment so far this season, even with her having a win, though I don't think she was the one who deserved it. It should have been Clover's win, but whatever. Whatever. When I saw her in the cast, I was like, okay, she's giving me some sort of combination of Benda LaCreme and Tammy Brown. And I just have not gotten either of those so far. it's interesting for me and i don't know if you know this or not david she's actually drag sisters uh with chorisa may oh really they're sisters so with that knowledge i get her aesthetic a little bit more i will say i think this garment is good i don't get it for the category yeah and that's kind of where i land on it i think she just wanted to wear it she's like how can i fit this so, but yeah, let me go ahead and give it a 43. 40. 40. <laughs> Petita. Yeah, I thought this was pretty clever. Um, and I thought like she really took like a bad quality that she could think of and was like, how can I make this fashion? So I think she really did a good job of, of expressing what she was going for here with the, the smoking. She like, you look at her, you see her as a cigarette, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. She, she, she killed it for me. She, she looks fabulous. Even that, I didn't even notice how much her hair looks like smoke right now. Like <laughs> she is the perfect level of camp and glamour and i honestly don't think i've seen 
someone with that high of a level of like camp and glamour mixed honestly since manila luzon yeah that's who she reminds me the most of of like other drag race queens and obviously Mm -hmm. every queen is unique but i get such like i get the same feelings about petita that i do that i do with manila and it just like this is so smart it's so perfectly done down to the shoe being the same color as like the the absolute tip of a cigarette going (laughs) all the way down the hair the reveal perfect that is a curvy cigarette her shape Mm -hmm. i was about to say she has the perfect shape for the cigarette and like even because she's still slender and and but the curve of her hips is like, okay, got it. Bam. Now, I don't know if those are hip pads or whatever, or if that's just her hips. Either way it go, I, I want to be snatched and cinched at the waist like that with my hips like that because that's kind of fire. But then the slenderness of the torso and like her from the neck to her, to her waist, it's just so perfect. And then to have the black burnt end with mm-hmm. the neckline is so beautiful and the hair i can't i can't with the smoke rising yeah. billowing from the tip this one <sighs> this look right here is perfection it, it it simply is perfection even even her face kind of gives me like oh this is the after effects of being a smoker exactly yeah. so like, many details the cave the caved in cheek the is mm-hmm. like like, you know, when you smoke, you just, oh, it's just so good. If she does not make the finale of the season, I would be genuinely shocked. Yeah. She would have to have had a really, really bad week for them to send her home. And I'm, well, I'm not saying anything based off of this challenge. Next week is Snatch Game. So we yeah. will see what happens. Ooh, yes. Fingers we crossed. Do, we do usually lose a fashion queen. Oh, we don't need Snatch don't let a I'm a queen situation happen. Please, for the love of God. Anyway, this is overflowing. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to give this a 98. Wow. I'm 100. I can't hear Mm -hmm. Perfection. Perfect. Vanya. I wasn't mad with this look. This is where I was like, so the prompt they gave them was not my worst me. Yeah. That's where I was like, no. no I thought it was like monsters when I saw I thought this. they like the prop was um something that's like it scares me. Something mm-hmm. that you know I'm scared of because that's what this look gave me. Like my I'm scared of of spiders, so I'm going to conquer my fear by being a spider. Yeah. But it's not a bad look. It's not I a bad enjoy look. I, I don't enjoy it. Okay. Um, it kind of gives me like a stereotypical party city type of like Halloween look. Mm-hmm. And I wanted more like, a, like we have so many of these queens like giving, I, I don't know, metaphorical looks here. And hers is just so on the note. Like, you're afraid of spiders? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. And it, I, don't, I don't even, and that being afraid of something isn't even the worst you. I don't know. It's it's cheap, Elvira. Oh, 
I mean, this is the thing. I get it. I get exactly what you're saying. I hear it. I see it. It's definitely not the most glamorous, but it's not awful. I think it's done yeah, well. It's not awful. I think yeah. it's done well. Um it's 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 very on the nose of you're afraid of spiders. Get it. But I think that spider web is a gorgeous piece to the dress. It, the dress is fitting her well. I even like the ruffles at the bottom, and I'm not a ruffle at the bottom type of girl. I really don't care for ruffles at the bottom of dresses. But I think this one is done well, and the, with the spiders in the ruffles, and the spiders all over, I think the placement of all the spiders are well. And then her hair with the wig traipsing down the back into the spider web. I love that. I kind of like it. It's not as glamorous as some people and it's not as, you know, artsy and make you think and kind of great. But the color is amazing. Her makeup is amazing. Her hair is amazing. And I think she just, she she pulled it off. She pulled it off. 50. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very quick, 50. Well, all right then. <laughs> I guess I didn't need to say anything else. Oh. Sure, go ahead. Logan. It's fine. No, give your score, Lana. It's fine. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have anything else today. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it a 70. 75. Okay. Wasn't mad at it. No. Oh, uh, no, I was mad at this. In a good way or a bad way? In a very bad way. I was mad at this. I didn't like it at all. <gasps> really? I can't tell if you're joking. Oh, no. I'm very serious. I did not like this. Oh, my God. Why? I'm genuinely curious. I don't like... I mean, I get it's scary, horrid, you know, supposedly well, scary. This I is don't... one that really doesn't the picture doesn't do it justice. It was the whole story in the transition that really sold it for me. So I, have, I can't remember the transition. So it was like the China dot the China. It was like it, the dress looked like a China piece. And then it revealed to the burn victim. Oh, wait. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. I was like, Hold I don't I was think like, you're Lana. Correctly. Wait, this is visa. Yes. This is Visa's. This is which Visa. I okay on the yeah this this picture is not doing it right okay yeah this okay let me stop I like the the runway mm-hmm. I like the reveal this picture isn't doing me what I needed to give right now but the transition the story yeah. sold me and then the way the transition from the doll into this I liked now just sitting here looking at the dress I'm like ah. I get what it's supposed to be. I don't really like the dress, but I understand now. Yeah, this is so not supposed this, to be a pretty look. Uh, right. So, yeah, I completely. That's, that's I'm going to turn down my brightness. Hold on. That is right. what it started as. Right. I remember mm-hmm. that. That, okay. Yep. No, never yeah. mind. Like, I like yeah. it. Great. I'm happy to hear that because David <laughs> and I were both just like, I'm sorry. What the fuck did you say, Lana? I mean, yep. I was expecting a Simon Cowell. I don't like it. I you're love entitled it. to your opinion, obviously. 
But like, it would have been a wrong opinion. No. <laughs> no well, and this, <laughs> like, once again, just looking at it, how it is, this is not a pretty look, and it it's wasn't supposed to be. be right. It was really the story, and it mm-hmm. was an impactful story. Yes. Um, and like, she killed it for me again on the run. Like. I'm just kind of blown away by her style and I knew she would be good, but I didn't know she would be this good with the fashion and the storytelling. So uh, I just really love Visa. It, she reminds me so much, especially in her journey. And David, I don't know if you'll agree with me. It reminds me of Ugasio. Okay. Where like, she's and doing very well, Ugasio. but she's me too, but she's doing very well and she just keeps getting overlooked a little bit. Yeah. I would Although say honestly, Gassio I would at say, least won the first challenge. True, um, but it's giving me like I said it in our last episode. It's giving me the overlooked queen of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's she's not a drag race personality per se, and that's such a key element that you have to have. Um, and like I think about Honey Davenport, who just wasn't a character. And they need that for me. So I really hope she can open up even more and really uh, deliver a character that that will be worth keeping for a while. There are just a lot of drag there are a lot of drag race queens that are just great drag queens and maybe just not as great at drag race. Right. And I'm starting to think unfortunately that Visa is kind of falling into that category. But she's I- so good at certain aspects of but drag she's race. so good at drag yeah. that's the thing she's good at drag she just maybe isn't the best at the race yeah and that's fine race I'm glad race <laughs> not the two white people on this podcast screaming race i i cannot tell just aside i i watched that video so many times when it first oh. came out same. And just died laughing every time Peppermint Race. I love Peppermint okay. Anyway, um, Lana, we'll, Lana, we'll show you the video after this or yes. sometime. But uh, scores for Visa. I'm going to tie this with uh, with uh, Petita. This is a 98 for me. I can I'll agree with that. I'll match that. Three 98s? 98s across the board. <laughs> sure. Um, I think then we can all agree our favorite look was it was Petita. Petita. Yeah. I thought we would all say that in unison. Yes. Oh, sorry. Petita favorite fun. look, but story delivery. I really liked Visa as well. So I agree. They killed it. Petita and Visa for me, and then my third. Oh, my my third would be Ornella. Mine would be Clover. Oh yeah, uh, I don't remember. Did anybody write down my scores? Because no, <laughs> I, think I only Ornella do that for the ball. Ornella and uh, I think I did probably give Clover my third highest score because I think I gave her like eighty five. Let us know in the comments below. (laughs) So we have a top three of Petita and Paquita again. This time featuring the Macarena. Overall, I do think they were the three best performances in the challenge. 
I agree. I do think Bestia also was very good with the role she had. Yeah. Um, that whole team, like, I was blown away with how entertaining they were. They were definitely the highlight as a whole. I of course, Macarena did great too. Sorry. No, you're totally fine. I would say as well, I was really, um, I was blown away a little bit by Ornella as well. I think she's someone that, like, had there been a fourth person in the top, I honestly think it could have and maybe should have been Ornella. Yes, I, I do have thoughts on her. Um, I will say she did not give me what I expected from her. I was expecting a really campy performance. She gave a good acting performance. It yes. was not over the top. Uh, Kelly was over the top. Was right. Um, Kelly was over the top. And honestly, I did not think Kelly was bad. We'll talk about the okay. bottom two because maybe we all will disagree on things. But yeah, we might. We might. So um yeah, so we get our winner two weeks in a row. It's Petita. I didn't expect that. I would agree with it though. I okay, I agree with it taking into account runway. For me, I've always been under the impression that winners of the challenges are winners of the challenges, you know, sure. and not the runway. Like, we've seen people who've had great runways be eliminated. Cam Hugh, uh, but for Ugasio. me... Ugasio. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Paquita did the best overall. Like, Paquita's transformation and commitment was just so captivating but petita also like had humor like i really like it stood out to me when she was being dragged behind um and her just looking down but like i really thought paquita i thought this was her week and really i guess that that runway might have been the deal breaker here lana do you agree with the win yeah i do i do um honestly and i'm gonna be honest and very transparent I did not pay attention to the challenges, okay. the challenge part of the show, because I was tired, and then and I had a lot. <laughs> I was doing other things mm -hmm. in the yeah. process of watching the show, so I didn't pay much attention to the challenge part. So I don't remember performances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can't talk about that. Great. But I I think about based on runway. I agree with Petita winning based on the runway. I think if we're going challenge and runway, I agree with Petita. Mm -hmm. However, I actually would say that I think the best in the challenge for me was the Macarena. Oh, really? I really enjoyed <laughs> what Macarena did. She brought up the energy of that entire scene that was otherwise oh, just are oh. you sure it wasn't just in comparison to the other two on her team like she just looked that much better no i think the acting itself was significantly better i guess so there were times though that i felt like she wasn't giving anybody the space to to hold their own she was just kind of 
taking advantage of the fact that she might have had more timid people on her team. I think the other thing with that, too, is I think both Visa and Clover had the opportunity in their scenes to have that space. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them stepped up to the plate in the way that I personally feel like they could have and should have. And I right. think the back half of that skit with Macarena doing as well as she did, for me, I think it was the best overall performance. But if you factor in runway, I definitely would agree with Paquita winning. Uh, Petita. Or Petita. Petita. Paquita, revisionist <laughs> history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, um, I agree with Petita winning. I liked what Macarena did in the performance. Okay, I did too. Yeah, like I think it was a pretty obvious top three. Um, but I don't know. For me, it felt like the third out of four weeks where Paquita is second place. Um, yeah. These queens aren't talking about it like the season 15 queens, but she's been so close to getting a win three times now. And. Yeah. I'm hoping she gets one soon. I mean, her track record is high, low, high, high. Yeah. She has not won. She has not been safe. And she has not been at the bottom. So she has not been at the extremes. Right. And Bestie has also had two highs and a win. Yeah. I love, I I just absolutely love Petita's track record currently because it's safe, safe, win, win. Yeah. I'm like, work. So we got a bottom three of Clover, Kelly, and Visa, which I would agree with. I would not. Oh? Yes. I would not have had Kelly in the bottom. Um, I thought okay. she she did a good enough job. Like, what do I expect from these challenges? I expect them to overact. I expect them to be, like, over the top. And just giving 110%. And I felt like for the most part, she did that. Um, I just think it was an easy enough challenge that if you're done with Kelly, you could get rid of her. Am I mad that she's gone? No. No. Um, yeah, I, I do agree with Visa and Clover based on the challenge being down there i would have had one of the people from the first group in the bottom three which Uh, one i can't see there are two people that faded not ornella not kelly not vanya who was the other one was the daughter she faded so much into the background for me so i would have had her her uh, down there Okay. Um, Vanya also would have been pretty low for me, like if they had a bottom four. Okay. Okay. Lana. So if, if we're just basing this strictly on the challenge, sure. Mm-hmm. Those people, I guess, deserve to be in the bottom three if this was just on the challenge. Which is kind of how the the series, the whole franchise does it for the most part. Yeah. Which, okay, because the and way, then runaway yeah. is the tiebreaker, tie-breaker between kind of. w- who wins and who's in the bottom two. It's kind of how it goes. Kind of, yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Then fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, like, if that's the case, then I don't know because I didn't pay attention. I mean, it's like I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I mm. saw enough to know 
that I I do agree with the the bottom right. three. I think Kelly possibly maybe could have avoided. It, it, I think she was on the bubble. Like yeah. you could have not put her in the bottom three. It would have been okay. It was her time though. Or you could have put her in the bottom three, and it would have been okay. Right. So I'm not yeah. too mad at the bottom three. I hate Clover being in the bottom three, but her performance mm-hmm. and the performance was just not it. Yeah. So I get yeah. it. And I I can't even be mad like, oh, they just coming after her. No, it, it was her performance was bad. Right. And same like Visa, like Visa, killed it yes. on that runway, no, but definitely didn't do well yeah, in the challenge. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For me, I I would have kept the same bottom three. And my reasoning for keeping Kelly there over somebody else is that for me, I I watched the skits twice because I wanted to get like, I wanted the first view, obviously. And then I wanted to go back and like knowing what happens a little bit. I felt like Kelly was completely disconnected from anybody else on her team acting. And acting in a group scene is about working with, with your group. And I felt like Pinchadora and Vanya did a very acting together in the little bit that they were in. And I hmm. I personally felt like Kelly was a little bit I felt like Kelly was a little bit disconnected from even her scenes with Ornella. And if she's going to be the main character in this skit, if you're going to be disconnected from everybody else in the scene, that's an issue. That's just, I'm just saying, that's how I felt about the Macarena. Fair. No, I get that yeah. for sure. She felt like she was I in don't, her own world. So I felt, I felt though with Macarena that she had a connection with both Visa and Clover, even though neither of them were doing all that well. She gave mm-hmm. them, for me at least, she still gave them the space to act when she was in the scene with them. And they just didn't know what to do to take advantage of that. So all of the all of the Macarena kind of filled in and sort of had to compensate a little bit for the team. Okay. But that's just how I feel. I but, see what you I see what you're saying, but yeah. And like I said, she still deserved top three for me. Just, yeah. My nitpicks are saying she didn't deserve to win. And my nitpicks are saying that Kelly should have been in the bottom three. So there we go. <laughs> um, we do get a bottom two of Kelly and Clover. I think it should have been Clover and Visa. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I on it, I don't think Kelly should have yeah. been in the bottom two. Based on the challenge, yes. And Based I, on, I, I... But then honestly, you factor in the runway, and it's like, how much does the runway, runway play into everything? Because I'm of the three saying. looks... She was the best. Right. Visa was the best. Yeah, if we're going to go with adding in the runway with... Now that we got the bottom three because of challenge, Mm -hmm. now we have to put in the runway. And in that instance, Visa obviously outsold Kelly in the bottom, in in, on the runway. So Visa definitely should have not been in that bottom. You know, she should have made it to the bottom two. I think this is the fair bottom two, although Clover's look was great also. Mm -hmm. So it's like... Though they didn't seem to get it fully. They didn't get Clover's look, which... Because they're not black. I about to say, which... (laughs) 
That doesn't stop all of us from appreciating. I mean, it, it, fair, appreciating, but... appreciating is one thing. Understanding is another mm-hmm. thing. Because, exactly. like, if you did not understand her story, then you just think she just looks sloppy with big hair and combs in her hair. You don't understand the story behind it. And that's unfortunate, yeah. but, but that's life for Black women and people of color all over. If people mm. don't understand it, and all of your judges are non you yeah. <laughs> and, and they David, don't understand you then they can't get you and they won't judge you fairly based on because they don't understand and that's a human we don't judge things fairly if we don't understand things yeah. I don't understand some of the looks so they got a lower score for me that's just mm-hmm. what we do they didn't understand her so I get it but I'm like that we need to change some of the representation on the judging panel as well. Thank I you agree. Very much. And mm. I have to remind you, David, because you watched last season, you saw the treatment of Diamante Mary Brown. I did. So none of what's happening to Clover surprises me whatsoever. True. For context, uh, Lana, there was a queen originally from the Dominican Republic mm. on last season of España. One of my absolute favorite queens to come from España. I adore Diamante. They really did not get her at all. No, and it wasn't it wasn't just the judges. Uh, she was pretty mistreated by a few of her fellow uh, contestants. I don't think as bad as what we saw in Italia last season. I could not agree with you more. Oh, that was kind of disgusting, especially with Priscilla. Don't get me started on Priscilla because we will be here until yep. <laughs> the cows come home. Anyway. I want to hear cow. about Priscilla after. Oh, you sure um, will. Okay. So she's the host of she's Italia. Host. I'll, oh. I'll explain the whole. Okay. If you know, you know. Lana, I'll explain later. <laughs> but they lip sync to "I Mama" by Rigoberto Bandini, and I was thrilled because I, I I explained a little bit in our episode three coverage when we were talking about Chanel and talking about Eurovision. But um, Rigoberto Bandini, I believe, was the runner-up from the Spanish national selection in 2022 that Chanel won that propelled her to getting third at Eurovision uh, 2022 for Spain. Um, Rigoberto Bandini's song was actually the fan favorite among uh, Spanish fans. I believe she won the Spanish t- fan vote um, during the national selection and then missed out on um, the actual contest, obviously, because Chanel won across the board. Um, this is a favorite song of uh, fellow Cup panelist Sam DMV, a.k.a. Sam Mufferty, a.k.a. Anissa Long. Uh, I'm not doing their whole intro because it's <laughs> wrong. But um, this was their favorite song, actually, when we covered the Spanish National Selection in 2022. So, And I love this song, too. So I was very excited to hear this song. And then immediately I went, oh, no, they set up Kelly by putting the biological woman in the bottom two for a <laughs> song about tits. So. I mean, honestly, I was not upset to see Clover having to lip sync because that's what I've been wanting to see. Mm-hmm. I said I want to see Clover lip sync because that's what she is known for. A lot of people That's what she said she's known for. She's exactly. a lip sync assassin is what she likes to call herself. And so I'm like, let's see if you go assassinate this, you know, Kelly Roller with your lip sync. And I was excited to see her. 
But I was also like, we saw Kelly lip sync before and Kelly is good mm-hmm. at what she does in lip syncing. Yeah. And so I was like, this is going to be a good lip sync. I, I felt like this could be a good one, a very competitive lip sync between the two of them. And it was, and it really was, good. it was, really it was good. a really, it was a really great. Lip it sync. was, and we're not used to seeing that with, with Espana because oh, far oh, God, not, no, we're not with oh, wow. lip syncs. That's just not what their specialty is. It's like, not what the drag scene there. That's not what they do. Yeah. But yeah. there, there are, there are pockets of just sunshine throughout the lip syncs of Espana. Mm. I think of Fuego from last season. Um, I think of uh, Cuando Tu Vas from season one, which was my favorite lip sync of that entire year. Um, I This just made me so happy. And then watching the performance, they both killed it. I, I Clover, for me, definitively won. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Kelly stood a great chance and really, really did very, very well against her. Yeah. Um, and I'm always a little worried when someone walks in episode one saying they're a lip sync assassin. <laughs> I believe it now, Clover. I didn't doubt you. Yeah, but I believe it now. In the in the uh, uh, European <laughs> uh, challenge too. So so I kind of knew what to expect, and I was like, as soon as they revealed who the bottom two were, I was like. Sorry, Kelly, I think you're going to go. I mean, we did get a little snippet of how good Clover was during the talent show because yeah. I thought her talent show performance was good. Was good. I was it definitely like, was. She, she was really good. and I was She was like, high safe. High safe for sure. Yeah, she was really good. So I was like, we're getting a, a snippet. But when you have to listen for your life, and your back is against the wall, something else happens, the switch hits, and you got to either turn it on or you go go home. And she turned it on. And it was just, the moment she took off her wig, it was like, first of all, let me get rid of this. <laughs> and let me do it because I'm about to kill it. And she was nervous about them shoes, but you couldn't tell it because baby girl said, <coughs> that, that she said, like, ship, back heck. I yep. was like, she's about to go. And she went. Once that beat kicked in, she went. Uh, Kelly went. Like, they. she flipping in skates. She's uh, splitting in them shoes. They killed it. They gave mm-hmm. a really good... I think this was my favorite lip sync up until this point. Agreed. Because I think all the other lip syncs, I was like, eh, eh, eh. This the one first was one was pretty good. Yeah. The first one was good. This was yeah. competitive. Yes. I do think Clover broke a few of the rules of uh, things you shouldn't do in lip syncs, but she oh. made them work. Like she took off her wig, which is frowned upon. Well, um, this isn't the US. RuPaul's not here. True. Supreme doesn't care about that. No, she but I know clearly doesn't. Remember Samantha. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, boy. I remember Samantha Valentine's. Don't you worry. Mm I'm gonna say oh, if they were gonna get on Clover and take it off her wig. I know. I kind of wish they had like a different wig on underneath. Like that would have been fun. I mean, what what could you put up under all that? Oh, Afropuff. Afropuff. Some she could have had a long flowy wig underneath that too. That's so hot and probably, heavy. But, 
hot. People suffer. Drag is hot. Drag is hot. And she also took off all her clothes She got, she got naked, and I said, "I got tired when she took off that." She she had her tassel and she took one off and was like, "Oh, she's a multi-tassel reveal." I'm sorry, another tassel. But I'm like, if they was gonna ding her for that, then they they surely should have took a she uh. Chuchi, a long time. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't like that. They don't really do that on Espana, so it's not a worry. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say they don't care. Also, I want to say just as a fun fact about the song, in the performance when they were at the National Selection, in the last chorus where it's like the da-da, I don't know the words, unfortunately, but the da-da-da, the last time they do that, it then just reveals, and it's a giant globe where the globe itself is just a boob. <laughs> It's very entertaining to look at. <laughs> it's just a giant tit. Well, then on a that globe. was very fitting for what Clover did. I'm about to say the song's about tits. <laughs> Clover, <laughs> Clover is a Eurovision, as I can tell, mm-hmm. and it just she knows, she knows the things, and she she won the lip sync, rightfully so. It's not time to see her go yet, right. and we lose. Kelly Roller and a very emotional elimination for Supreme. And I was like, I was confused as to why that was the case. And then I remembered, I'm pretty sure Supreme is from Malaga, which is also where Kelly is from. Mm-hmm. So we have a front runner to come back. <laughs> honestly, of the four people eliminated thus far, I think the person with the best shot, honestly, is Kelly. Especially if it's some sort of lip sync situation. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Kelly stands the best shot so far. It's hard to speculate when we have no by the way, was that Maria in the challenge? Yes. Okay. We didn't It was Maria. That. I was like, Yes, Maria. Because they said that and I was like, wait, is that really her? And it was it was like no. And I'm like it I was. think it is. <laughs> no, it was actually Maria. I was like, work. I love that. <laughs> it feels very Dahlia Sin Broccoli. Yeah. But I was like, is that weird if she's like technically still in the competition? Well, well she had no that. speaking lines. True. Yeah, they don't know that. True. She got to so... size up her competition. Mm-hmm. Yep. She got to see who was left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I presume they're all probably like in another house. You move out of the one house, you go to the other house. I don't who know. Knows? Yeah. The logistics of Espana. I would like to know more. I would like to know more. But next week is Snatch Game. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. You know, Snatch Game is not a pinnacle of Drag Race España usually. (laughs) No. So I'm intrigued. I'm excited to know pretty much no one that they're impersonating and still probably laugh. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting because there are, there's at least a couple of them that don't live in Spain, correct? I know Visa and then... Visa is the only one I believe. I oh, believe okay. she lives in Spain now, but is from Mexico. Okay. The other one was Maria, who is oh, from Venezuela, but lives in Barcelona? Oh no, it just says Venezuela. Okay. On 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 the fandom wiki, it just says Venezuela, and then for Visa, it literally just says 
Mexico. I'm like, thanks. Because <laughs> I, I or, was wondering if we might get some people we might know that might be more international celebrities in the Latinx world. I think if we get anybody, it'll be from Visa. Okay. That's yeah, who I'm expecting. I'm not sure like, if she's I might pick know. A Spanish celebrity. She might. She might pick a Spanish celebrity. She might pick a Mexican celebrity. Who knows? We'll find out next week. So, we shall. Oh, thank you so much for joining us for yet another episode. Before we go, for the first time in a very long time, uh, I have a draft update. Ooh. So my banner's not ready, so I'm not going to do a banner. But I, my draft is down to one person. <laughs> I only have Paquita because I've lost well, Kelly, Maria, and Chanel. So. <clears throat> so as a reminder, this was done between myself, Will, and Mr. Talented. Uh, my draft team was originally Maria. I then inherited uh, the Macarena. And then I also had Drag Chuchi. And I currently have Vanya and Ornella. Uh, team Will consists of Clover, Petita, Paquita, and uh, Chanel. But now not Chanel anymore. And uh, Mr. Talented's team consisted of Kelly Roller, Visa, Bestia, and Pichadova. Hmm. So we have all lost at least one person. And oh boy, I'm doing very bad this season. <laughs> I Not have worse than me. <laughs> I have 12 points currently. Uh, second place is Mr. Talented with 23 points. <laughs> and Will is currently leading the draft with 26 points. In case you were wondering, from that lost episode that never went up on the channel because it got corrupted somehow. Hmm. Now, thank you so much for joining us. Do the YouTube things because you're on YouTube. You know how to do the YouTube things, so just do them. Um, dislike follow us twice. On Twitter. Dislike twice. Hit all the buttons. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, do the things with the things and the things. Buy some merch. And cheers. 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 Bye. Goodbye now. Bye. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. Bye bye now. Adios. Adios. Hasta la vista. <laughs> 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 <laughs>